0: Question fifty two of Summa Theologica Prima Secunde, Trietes on Habits. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Summa Theologica Prima Secunde, Trietes on Habits, by St. Thomas Aquinas translated by the fathers of the english dominican province question 52 of the increase of habits in three articles we have now to consider the increase of habits under which head there are three points of inquiry first whether habits increase second whether they increase by addition Third whether each act increases the habit first article whether habits increase objection one it would seem that habits cannot increase for increase concerns quantity according to physics 518 but habits are not in the genus of quantity but in that of quality therefore there can be no increase of habits. Objection 2, further, habit is a perfection, according to Physics seven, seventeen, and 18. But since perfection conveys a notion of end and term, it seems that it cannot be more or less. Therefore, a habit cannot increase. Objection 3, further, those things which can be more or less are subject to alteration, for that which from being less hot becomes more hot is said to be altered. But in habits there is no alteration, as is proved in physics seven, fifteen, and 17. Therefore, habits cannot increase. On the contrary, faith is a habit and yet it increases wherefore the disciples said to our lord in luke seventeen five lord increase our faith therefore habits increase i answer that increase like other things pertaining to quantity is transferred from bodily quantities to intelligible spiritual things on account of the natural connection of the intellect with corporeal things which come under the imagination now in corporeal quantities a thing is said to be great according as it reaches the perfection of quantity due to it wherefore a certain quantity is reputed great in man which is not reputed great in an elephant and so also in forms we say a thing is great because it is perfect and since good has the nature of perfection therefore in things which are great but not in quantity to be greater is the same as to be better as augustine says in on the trinity six eight now the perfection of a form may be considered in two ways first in respect of the form itself secondly in respect of the participation of the form by its subject in so far as we consider the perfections of a form in respect of the form itself thus the form is said to be little or great for instance great or little health or science but in so far as we consider the perfection of a form in respect of the participation thereof by the subject it is said to be more or less, for instance, more or less white or healthy. Now this distinction is not to be understood as implying that the form has a being outside its matter or subject, but that it is one thing to consider the form according to its specific nature, and another to consider it in respect of its participation by a subject. In this way, then, there were four opinions among the philosophers concerning intensity and remission of habits and forms, as Simplicius relates in his commentary on the predicaments. For Plotinus and the other Platonists held that qualities and habits themselves were susceptible of more or less for the reason that they were material and so had a certain want of definiteness on account of the infinity of matter. Others, on the contrary, held that qualities and habits of themselves were not susceptible of more or less, but that the things affected by them, qualia, are said to be more or less, in respect of the participation of the subject. That, for instance, justice is not more or less, but the just thing. Aristotle alludes to this opinion in the predicaments, Category 6. The third opinion was that of the Stoics, and lies between the two preceding opinions. For they held that some habits are of themselves susceptible of more and less, for instance, the arts, and that some are not, as the virtues. The fourth opinion was held by some, who said that qualities and immaterial forms are not susceptible of more or less, but that material forms are. In order that the truth in this matter be made clear, we must observe that that in respect of which a thing receives its species must be something fixed and stationary, and as it were, indivisible. For whatever attains to that thing is contained under the species and whatever recedes from it more or less belongs to another species more or less perfect wherefore the philosopher says in metaphysics eight ten that species of things are like numbers in which addition or subtraction changes the species if therefore a form or anything at all receives its specific nature in respect of itself or in respect of something belonging to it, it is necessary that, considered in itself, it be something of a definite nature, which can be neither more nor less. Such are heat, whiteness, or other like qualities, which are not denominated from a relation to something else, and much more so substance, which is, per se, being. But those things which receive their species from something to which they are related can be diversified, in respect of themselves, according to more or less. And none the less, they remain in the same species on account of the oneness of that to which they are related and from which they receive their species. For example, movement is in itself more intense or more remiss, and yet it remains in the same species, on account of the oneness of the term by which it is specified. We may observe the same thing in health, for a body attains to the nature of health according as it has a disposition suitable to an animal's nature, to which various dispositions may be suitable, which disposition is therefore variable as regards more or less, and withal the nature of health remains. Whence the philosopher says, in Ethics ten two and 3, Health itself may be more or less, for the measure is not the same in all, nor is it always the same in one individual. But down to a certain point it may decrease and still remain health. Now these various dispositions and measures of health are by way of excess and defect, Wherefore, if the name of health were given to the most perfect measure, then we should not speak of health as greater or less. Thus, therefore, it is clear how a quality or form may increase or decrease of itself, and how it cannot. But if we consider a quality or form in respect of its participation by the subject, thus again we find that some qualities and forms are susceptible of more or less and some not now simplicius assigns the cause of this diversity to the fact that substance in itself cannot be susceptible of more or less because it is per se being and therefore every form which is participated substantially by its subject cannot vary in intensity and remission wherefore in the genus of substance nothing is said to be more or less. And because quantity is nigh to substance, and because shape follows on quantity, therefore is it that neither in these can there be such a thing as more or less. Whence the philosopher says, in Physics 7.15, that when a thing receives form and shape, it is not said to be altered, but to be made. But other qualities, which are further removed from quantity, and are connected with passions and actions, are susceptible of more or less in respect of their participation by the subject. Now it is possible to explain yet further the reason of this diversity. For, as we have said, that from which a thing receives its species must remain indivisibly fixed and constant in something indivisible wherefore in two ways it may happen that a form cannot be participated more or less first because the participator has its species in respect of that form and for this reason no substantial form is participated more or less wherefore the philosopher says in metaphysics eight ten that as a number cannot be more or less so neither can that which is in the species of substance that is in respect of its participation of the specific form but in so far as substance may be with matter that is in respect of material dispositions more or less are found in substance secondly this may happen from the fact that the form is essentially indivisible. Wherefore, if anything participate that form, it must needs participate in its respect of its indivisibility. For this reason, we do not speak of the species of number as varying in respect of more or less, because each species thereof is constituted by an indivisible unity. The same is to be said of the species of continuous quantity, which are denominated from numbers, as two cubits long, three cubits long, and of relations of quantity, as double and triple, and of figures of quantity, as triangle and tetragon. This same explanation is given by Aristotle in the predicaments. In category 6, where in explaining why figures are not susceptible of more or less he says things which are given the nature of a triangle or a circle are accordingly triangles and circles to wit because indivisibility is essential to the notion of such wherefore whatever participates their nature must participate in its indivisibility it is clear therefore since we speak of habits and dispositions in respect of a relation to something, as is mentioned in Physics 7.17, that in two ways intensity and remission may be observed in habits and dispositions. First, in respect of the habit itself. Thus, for instance, we speak of greater or less health, greater or less science, which extends to more or fewer things secondly, in respect of participation by the subject, in so far as equal science or health is participated more in one than in another, according to a diverse aptitude arising either from nature or from custom. For habit and disposition do not give species to the subject, nor again do they essentially imply indivisibility, we shall say further on, in question 66, article 1, how it is with the virtues. Reply to objection 1. As the word great is taken from corporeal quantities and applied to the intelligible perfections of forms, so also is the word growth, the term of which is something great reply to objection 2 habit is indeed a perfection but not a perfection which is the term of its subject for instance a term giving the subject its specific being nor again does the nature of a habit include the notion of term as do the species of numbers wherefore there is nothing to hinder it from being susceptible of more or less reply to objection 3 Alteration is primarily indeed in the qualities of the third species, but secondarily it may be in the qualities of the first species. For supposing an alteration as to hot and cold, there follows in an animal an alteration as to health and sickness. In like manner, if an alteration take place in the passions of the sensitive appetite, or the sensitive powers of apprehension, an alteration follows as to science and virtue, as mentioned in physics 820. Second article, whether habit increases by addition. Objection 1. It would seem that the increase of habits is by way of addition. For the word increase, as we have said, is transferred to forms from corporeal quantities but in corporeal quantities there is no increase without addition wherefore it is said in on generation and corruption 131 that increase is an addition to a magnitude already existing therefore in habits also there is no increase without addition objection to further habit is not increased except by means of some agent but every agent does something in the passive subject for instance that which heats causes heat in that which is heated therefore there is no increase without addition objection three further as that which is not white is in potentiality to be white so that which is less white is in potentiality to be more white but that which is not white is not made white except by the addition of whiteness therefore that which is less white is not made more white except by an added whiteness on the contrary the philosopher says in physics 484 that which is hot is made hotter without making in the matter something hot that was not hot when the thing was less hot therefore in like manner neither is any addition made in other forms when they increase i answer that the solution of this question depends on what we have said above in article one for we said that increase and decrease in forms which are capable of intensity and remissness happen in one way not on the part of the very form considered in itself through the diverse participation thereof by the subject wherefore such increase of habits and other forms is not caused by an addition of form to form but by the subject participating more or less perfectly one and the same form and just as by an agent which is in act something is made actually hot beginning as it were to participate a form not as though the form itself were made as is proved in metaphysics 732 so by an intense action of the agent something is made more hot as it were, participating the form more perfectly, not as though something were added to the form. For if this increase in forms were understood to be by way of addition, this could only be either in the form itself or in the subject. If it be understood of the form itself, it has already been stated in Article One that such an addition or subtraction would change the species even as the species of color is changed when a thing from being pale becomes white if on the other hand this addition be understood as applying to the subject this could only be either because one part of the subject receives a form which it had not previously thus we may say cold increases in a man who after being cold in one part of his body is cold in several parts or because some other subject is added, sharing in the same form, as when a hot thing is added to another, or one white thing to another. But in either of these two ways, we have not a more white or a more hot thing, but a greater white or hot thing. Since, however, as stated above in Article 1, certain accidents are of themselves susceptible of more or less in some of these we may find increase by addition for movement increases by an addition either to the time it lasts or to the course it follows and yet the species remains the same on account of the oneness of the term yet movement increases the intensity as to the participation in its subject that is in so far as the same movement can be executed more or less speedily or readily in like manner science can increase in itself by addition thus when any one learns several conclusions of geometry the same specific habit of science increases in that man yet a man's science increases as to the subject's participation thereof in intensity in so far as one man is quicker and readier than another in considering the same conclusions as to bodily habits it does not seem very probable that they receive increase by way of addition for an animal is not said to be simply healthy or beautiful unless it be such in all its parts and if it be brought to a more perfect measure this is the result of a change in the simple qualities which are not susceptible of increase, save in intensity on the part of the subject partaking of them. How this question affects virtues, we shall state further on, in question 66, article 1. Reply to objection 1. Even in bodily bulk, increase is twofold. First, by addition of one subject to another, such is the increase of living things secondly by mere intensity without any addition at all such is the case with things subject to rarefaction as is stated in physics 463 reply to objection to the cause that increases a habit always affects something in the subject but not a new form but it causes the subject to partake more perfectly of a pre-existing form or it makes the form to extend further reply to objection 3 what is not already white is potentially white as not yet possessing the form of whiteness hence the agent causes a new form in the subject but that which is less hot or white is not in potentiality to those forms since it has them already actually but it is in potentiality to a perfect mode of participation and this it receives through the agent's action third article whether every act increases its habit objection one it would seem that every act increases its habit, for when the cause is increased the effect is increased. Now acts are causes of habits, as stated above in question 51, article 2. Therefore, a habit increases when its acts are multiplied. Objection to, further, of like things a like judgment should be formed but all the acts proceeding from one and the same habit are alike as is stated in ethics two one and two therefore if some acts increase a habit every act should increase it objection three further like is increased by like but any act is like the habit whence it proceeds therefore Every act increases the habit. On the contrary, opposite effects do not result from the same cause. But according to Ethics 2.2, some acts lessen the habit whence they proceed, for instance, if they be done carelessly. Therefore, it is not every act that increases a habit. I answer that like acts cause like habits according to ethics to one and two now things are like or unlike not only in respect of their qualities being the same or various but also in respect of the same or a different mode of participation for it is not only black that is unlike white but also less white is unlike more white since there is a movement from less white to more white, even as from one opposite to another, as stated in Physics 552. But since use of habits depends on the will, as was shown above in Question 50, Article 5, just as one who has a habit may fail to use it or may act contrary to it, so may he happen to use the habit by performing an act, that is not in proportion to the intensity of the habit accordingly if the intensity of the act correspond in proportion to the intensity of the habit or even surpass it every such act either increases the habit or disposes to an increase thereof if we may speak of the increase of habits as we do of the increase of an animal for not every morsel of food actually increases the animal size as neither does every drop of water hollow out the stone. But the multiplication of food results at last in an increase of the body. So too, repeated acts cause a habit to grow. If, however, the act falls short of the intensity of the habit, such an act does not dispose to an increase of that habit, but rather to a lessening thereof. From this, it is clear how to solve the objections. End of question 52. Read by Michael Shane Craig Lambert, L.C.